0: welcome to confident woman incubator podcast i am your host international keen entrepreneur, coach and builder of confident woman incubator doreen some read confident woman incubator podcast is the key to unlock what's inside you the confident woman to increase self-care spiritual, professional, and business development as you gain clarity of your mission, message, and mandate to boldly proclaim your faith in the worldwide marketplace. Get your Confident Woman Incubator starter kit today. Click for details in the description. Confident Woman Incubator podcast features the Kingdom Kingdompreneur Moment live show. You can click right now to watch in the description to increase in four key elements, self-care, spiritual, professional, and business development. I thank all of our watchers and viewers of the Keenopreneur Moment Live show. I thank you so much for sharing the show, for commenting on the show, and just for getting involved. I also want to give a special thank you for Confident Woman Incubator podcast listeners. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Get started with your Confident Woman Incubator starter kit today. Click for details in the description. Now, get ready to unlock what's inside you. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're coming from here on Confident Women Rise Readers Tour and Conference. We are live again. This is a new day. We're airing right here on Confident Women Incubator Podcast. Welcome to all of the six stations. Welcome to all of the six countries that we are now streaming to. We thank you for your support of the conference, Confident Women Rise Readers Tour and Conference. We're still celebrating uh, us becoming number one Amazon bestseller author. I'm the visionary of Confident Will Rise. My name is Coach Doreen. Let's read. So, welcome. And you know what? I have one of my clients here that has that coached with me last year, and she's gonna put me in the hot seat, y'all. She's gonna interview me as she's read all of my books, and so uh, she's going to really just take the mic at this point. I'm so excited. We were backstage talking business, y'all. We get this. Girl is like on go. She already got I asked her one question, she already got me there in just five minutes. So I'm excited about what God is doing. So, Miss Stevens, welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. Welcome to the conference as a reader of He's Worthy, as a reader of Leaders Rise in the 21-day journal, as a reader of Confident Women Rise. You done got it all. So, who better to interview me today on the conference? Welcome, welcome, welcome
1: for having me and just like um your audience, listen, I'm ready to hear the answers to my questions because um you're phenomenal and you're building a phenomenal brand. Um and one of your favorite phrases is you're burning box you're burning boxes because we shouldn't be in a box and you're making sure that um, we don't stay within that box and we don't stay within our comfort zone that we get out there and do what God has called us to do. So thank you for allowing me this opportunity.
0: Yeah, I, I, I really, when God gave me this idea, Tanisha, he, he was like, you need to put the readers at the forefront of the conference because without the readers, we we wouldn't be authors. We wouldn't have got number one bestseller. It was because of the readers. And this is a thank you to every reader that purchased the ebook that said, you know, I'm going to support you in this journey. I'm going to read Confident Women Rise and listen to and read and get it in my heart what these 20 women from around the world are saying because they did take the time to tell their very intimate stories. You know, some of these stories, as you know, are very traumatic, and some of them are very brave. It shows bravery, just different stories. And so I wanted to salute all of the readers for supporting us through this journey. And who better to interview me than my former client, right? You know, who better to interview me than Tanisha? So I'm going to pass you the mic and let you do what you do, girl. First, tell us who you are, where you're from, and your business. Don't forget, I always take an opportunity to do that.
1: (laughs) Well, again, my name is Tasha Stevenson. I'm born and raised in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I am um, a full-time career career. Um, person, I am still in the corporate world, but I also own uh, my own travel business, Destinations by Tasha, and I also um, have a marketing business. And um, I believe, just from t- just from being under the mentorship of Miss um, Doreen, that we are definitely kingdompreneurs if we are focused on what. Listening to God, following His guidance instead of just following our own guidance, and so that is who I am. Oh,
0: all right, go right ahead. You're, the mic is yours. I'm just here.
1: <laughs> Number one, like I said, you are building a phenomenal brand. Um, uh, all in, I mean, it's it's the it's like fire. It's burning, and you're just gaining so much momentum. How did the idea of this business come to you? Because you, you always say, we're, what, what sets a kingdompreneur apart from an entrepreneur?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I appreciate that question, Tasha. So in 2008, my first book, He's Worthy, was released. And um, so I wanted to start a business based on my book as my platform. And at that time, I named the business Worthy Publications or Products because I wanted to build a brand based on that book. And so I went downtown to get my licensure for my business and just to ask some questions because I thought that's where you go to ask questions about business. And the town of Clerk is a really good friend of mine. And so when I asked, I said, OK, what do I do now? She was like, I don't know. I was like, OK, she said, but you can go over next door to the Chamber of Commerce. So I did. I went across the street. I asked. I told them what I was doing. I was so excited. But basically they was like, I, you know, I don't know either. I can't help you. And so for me to um, really have that, not have that support and feeling so like down, like, I know God told me to do this, and I was confused in that moment. So when I was walking across to my car, getting in the car, I was literally putting my seatbelt on, and it clicked. And the moment it clicked, the Holy Spirit came in the car so strong. It it literally felt like a man was coming in the car and sitting there. It was, I can't explain. It was so strong. And he spoke to me and said, divine connection network. And I was so taken aback by this experience. I had, it was a long time uh, that I had felt the power of God like that, that strong. I mean, it felt like someone literally opened up the door and came in and it was the presence was so strong. And so I got real still and I was listening with my spiritual ear. And so he, I said, say that again. Because I knew God was speaking to me. So I said, say that again. And he spoke it again. By this time, I've got a ragged sheet of paper in my car. I'm looking for the pen and I'm writing it down because I had never heard these words before. And so he spoke to me, Divine Connection Network Association. And when I wrote, as I was writing them down, it was like he was just giving me what to do. He was explaining some things to me. He said that you should not have to go All the way to Florence, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Columbia, Charlotte to get resources. He said, I want you to bring them here to you. He said, you will not go anywhere until you bring them here to you. And that is how Divine Connection Network Association actually started. I started with five people, literally five people. I started with a number one top guru in business. His name is Alvin Sanders. He has gone to be with the Lord. And I also st- started with number one key. I mean, number one influencer, Marcus Benjamin. He actually began to help me and bring training to this small town called Sherrill, South Carolina. He drove down many a times him and his wife one time facilitated for me. And we began to provide training right here. I began to get um, God began to send me to different places to get training. I went through training for years. I went to Marlborough County for training in a program called IDA. And they was teaching you financial literacy, businesses, all kinds of things. I went through training at Richmond Community College for years. I went there for like five years. I still have my certificates of things I learned. I went to Northeastern Technical College to learn how to start a home-based business, financial literacy, and then I ended up being, award, um, being awarded the opportunity to p- provide entrepreneurship training for the college, and you know, so God has really been with me, and so it literally started by hearing His voice.
1: So, really and truly, when someone says they they have a calling, that is the definite, that is the God's honest truth, because you have you you actually hear what God is wanting you to do that's a, that's phenomenal um, so you you invest in women you in you allow them to see that they are confident and they can be successful entrepreneurs or in this case king entrepreneurs and that if they place God in at the head of their lives that they can accomplish any, anything for so what keeps you motivated Doreen what is your why
0: <laughs> wow the why is the mission message and mandate okay it literally is the mission the message and the mandate that i know is on my life you know um god dealt with me a long time ago when i when i was 13 years old he spoke some things to me but i didn't know it was his voice um at that time i was not born again i was in an abusive uh home where both of my parents were trying to kill me I was uh, committing suicide by putting back, trying to put back plastic bags over my head and suffocating myself, trying to drown myself. So I didn't understand um, what God was doing and what he was saying. Um, But I knew what was in my heart. And this is where we get our confidence from, ladies. We have to know on the inside of you. You got to get to the point where you know who you are on the inside of you. You know, you when 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 you when you fall short, when you make mistakes, when you when you even transgress or whatever may happen, because the word of God says all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. I fall short daily, probably moment by moment, don't even know it intentionally or unintentionally. And so when you are facing with these things and you have voices telling you contrary to what the word says and contrary to what you know in your heart, i had to learn at a very young age at five years old i had to learn that very quickly that i've got to know my own heart regardless of who is saying what or what is happening i can't rely on that person to bring me over when i was five years old my teacher her name was miss janice i was in mount pleasant academy there in charleston south carolina my fifth i was only five years old in kindergarten and literally her and her assistant decided to put me in a corner with my face in the corner. My face was shoved in the corner and I was told I could not read and would not read in third grade. It was segregation. We were segregated. We had 12, um, 11 black students, including myself. I was the 12th one in the classroom. We had Caucasian children in the classroom. The 11 of us were, a uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. The 11 of us, um, <laughs> we were literally divided. The classroom was divided. Mm-hmm. The 11 of us would be over here and the others would be over here. And mm-hmm. they would have the reading book that was assigned so we could pass but we were never given that book
1: Uh-oh.
0: and so all 11 of us failed
1: oh my goodness because you oh, weren't-
0: because we could not we had to pass You at that time in our, in, in the school system you had to read certain books to pass
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we were not given that book and so um Mr. Whittle made a decision to um, fail all of us, Scotty, uh, Ebony, Richard, Dime. We used to call him Dime because he was so short. Mm-hmm. All of all of us were um third grade failures. Wow. You know, and um and that's
1: traumatizing too
0: yeah and so you know i'm saying all of this because when you hear those things and, I, and everybody has a story i'm just telling mine today because you're here asking me mm-hmm. where does my confidence come from it when i was five years old and i um my parents i i couldn't go in the house i, I was made to stay outside for hours and hours so outside, I would just look up at the sky, and um, that's where I would get my comfort from because I would just marvel at how beautiful the sky was. I I still do it today. I still look at the patterns of the clouds. I still um, love to see the sunsets. And um, God gave me that interest as a five-year-old little girl to unlock what was inside me. And poetry was inside me. The gifting of prayer was inside me because at five years old i just remember asking god that i looked up and i said i want you to teach me how to read nobody else is right and to this day i mean um to this day no human person has taught me how to read uh, our god and so i just say that to you to know that you know god says that the holy spirit is in the earth drawing us and he drew me at you know five years old. it took me until I was 22 to understand uh, salvation and accept the call of salvation. I didn't hear the true gospel until I was 22 years old. So that's a long time um, before I really began to understand, um, understand the things that I understand now and still I'm working on to continue to understand. And so um, I just want the ladies to know that wherever you are, just take a moment to acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is drawing you. You might not know that it's the Holy Spirit, but I knew at five years old. I knew I just had a knowing. I had total faith. I was I to this day. That's that's been the foundation of my life. I hope y'all are hearing what I'm saying. That has been the foundation of my life. Yeah, knowing that He taught me how to read
1: right
0: at five i had no doubt because i had spent hours outside and i knew it was a god and i asked him to teach me how to read and that's not the only time that i went to god like that in desperation when i first found out about my daughter when i was pregnant you know i'm single parent i I don't know what to do. I'm I'm I don't have no brothers and sisters. I'm in a strange city. I have nobody to call on and say, Well, can you I have no grandmother. My grandmother is dead. I, you know, I can't talk to my mother and my parents because they were trying to kill me. So that, you know, I couldn't do that. But I knew I was sitting on the bed at um, the address that I used to live. And um I remember Tasha, and I was sitting on the bed. And I had the pamper in my hand. <laughs> Y'all gonna laugh at this. I ain't know what to do with the pamper. I look. I knew he showed me how to go get the pamper from the, uh, I think I got it from Walmart and I bought it for $20. And he was explaining to me, don't get the, get the Huggies because I was reading and I, he gave me understanding to, to know to buy Huggies because Huggies would help her go through the night where I wouldn't have to wake up all the time. So I did. I knew to do that. He explained that to me. But when we got home, I'm sitting on the bed and I got her on my lap and I'm like, OK, what do I do? I'm literally sitting there like this. What do I do? And he spoke to me and I had the pamper upside down. I didn't know how to put the pamper. And so uh, God helped me. And so that's where my confidence comes from. That's what keeps me going, even on days I don't feel like going.
1: That is amazing. So I guess I'm gonna have to tag apart maybe that question. what happens to that person who knows that they have something God but they don't really have a relationship with God and they 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 don't think they hear him. Where does that person get their confidence?
0: The same way I did when I was five years old. Okay. Because Romans 2 says that all of creation magnifies his name. Amen. Hallelujah. He, he gave us the sign of the rainbow with the everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. How many times have we been in the car? Driver said, Oh, look at that pretty rainbow. Now we ain't saved. We ain't in church. We ain't in our Bible. We ain't in nothing. We 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 going to the club. But we don't happened to see a rainbow and everything stops. The conversation stops. The music stops. And they acknowledge the rainbow. Right. Have that happened to you? That happened to me. That many has many happened- times. has happened to me. Before I got saved, I would look like, oh, look, y'all, look, look, y'all. You interrupt the conversation. Look, look at that rainbow. Look, look, look at that. Look at the full moon. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that's so pretty. Most people say that. Right. And And you're not
1: understanding the majestic, his majestic power. You're just looking at the colors in the sky.
0: Yeah, you don't have no idea what's happening. See, but your spirit knows. See, right. we're made of spirit, soul, and body. Just like when I was five years old, I spent a lot of time outside. I knew I was poetic. I knew I had a gift. It was obvious. I didn't, I couldn't even write, but I was quoting poetry that I that I wrote in my head.
1: To this hmm. day, I have
0: to write down everything. I that's how I think. That's how I understand. Uh, To this day, I'm still learning how to read words and still learning how to spell words, still learning how to speak to this day. But let's go back to that five-year-old little girl. I didn't know anything. But the Bible says that nature, see, my spirit knew. My head didn't know. I didn't know. But see, we're made of spirit, soul, and body. And that's the job of the Holy Spirit who is in the earth. He drew me by his spirit and we have all been given a measure of faith. That's how you even get born again. You have to have a measure of faith. He unlocked that measure of faith in me at five years old. And I'm here to tell you, I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that I would learn how to read. Absolutely none i knew that when i asked god to teach me how to read he would do it and what he did is he took my gift of poetry he took my gift of prayer and he combined it and he made what's sitting to you in front of you today wow because nope. the spirit of the living god is in the earth Amen. jesus said i must go to send you a helper that's how we get there we have a helper whether you realize it, acknowledge it or not, that don't have nothing to do with his job. Because he in the earth and Jesus done sent him here. Ain't no devil in hell big enough to cast him out. I'm sorry. That's just, that's not even, never going to happen. That's right. But that's how this happens. Our spirit is drawn to him. I was draw, When I was in the club doing, with my blue hair, Daisy Dukes and all this going on and I'm doing all this, my spirit was like, why are you here? I'm like, well. Um, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. I heard it just as plain Y'all hear it too? You mm-hmm. hear it too? You just don't want to acknowledge it because you're not ready to surrender, but that ain't gonna stop him from tapping you on your spirit, knocking on your door and saying, Hello, can I come in? That's Hello. right. But see, he's a gentleman. He ain't gonna barge in your house unless you let him in. Oh, come on here now. It's it's tight, but it's right. You know, stop acting like you don't know. He he's dealing with you, cause I cause if I was five and I knew, come on, you you know when the Holy Ghost step in the room because conviction comes in the room. He convicts you. He doesn't condemn That's- you. He convicts you you mm. know when you're doing wrong ain't nobody got to tell you that you ain't doing right you ain't crazy
1: that's right
0: you ain't crazy i wasn't crazy i knew i was not supposed to be doing what i was supposed to parents or no parents i don't they ain't got nothing to do with it because god said he a father to the fatherless so therefore he was being a father to me knocking on the door of my heart knocking on the door of my heart knocking on the door of my heart that's why i can still remember this stuff my daughter is 30 almost 30 years old we ain't talking about yesterday mm. we ain't talking about yesterday. my daughter that i'm talking about that i didn't know how to put the paper on that child i about to turn 30.
1: wow mm. i
0: hope that answered your question <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my question
1: um so final question Every day we have younger, the entrepreneurs are getting younger and younger. We are seeing them at 12 and 13. If you could give one piece of advice to these young entrepreneurs, and even those, just like myself, who are new to the game, what would it be?
0: Let God use you. Mm. Let God use you because you're gonna have, Tanisha. You know I got to tell it. You know I got to tell it right. <laughs> you're gonna have the naysayers. You're gonna have the criticizers. Every time you set out to do something, it... I'm getting to the point where I can just know it's like clockwork. It's just like clockwork. It's just like clockwork. You're going to get you're going to get something that's going to try to cause you to stumble. Um, and you will stumble. But. Because it hurts, you are a human person, it, you know, you're expecting support and there is no support, especially if you're young. Like I was young. I mean, who wouldn't want a child to read, right? But apparently there's people that don't, right? <laughs> apparently right. what child, what what mother and father wouldn't love their only child, their only seed in the earth. But apparently it's happening every day.
1: Every day.
0: Apparently it happens every day. Every so day. my thing would be to tell this next generation that you are going to have to really learn how to keep stepping. Because I was told at 16, you know, you're a dropout. You are a dropout. Now, you would think that the teachers would want me to have a high school education. You would think that they would encourage you to stay in school. But apparently, there are some people that don't you to make it because there's an enemy that doesn't want you to make it there's an adversary that doesn't want you to make it and his job is to accuse the brethren and God had to deal with me just this year he spoke to me just as plain as I'm talking to you we had to sit down I'm like what you I'm like who? I never I had to sit in that thing for a couple of months Mm-hmm. He broke that thing down to me. And he said, Which one you gonna do, Doreen? I mean, I'm studying this for months. I'm still, I got to still go back to it because that thing it changed my mind. He said, Which one are you gonna do? be a, are you gonna stand with the accuser or are you gonna stand with the intercessor?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're talking about people that done did you wrong and and maybe think and, and they think you did them wrong or whatever the situation, which one you gonna do? Is hmm. you go, are you gonna stand with the inner because it's only one courtroom? Right. It's only one courtroom. We have the accuser who is Satan, the Bible tells us he's the he's the accuser. He's accusing, accusing. Well, they did just accusing point, point, point. And then we have the intercessor at the table who made intercession for all of us. <laughs> and we can either stand with him or we can stand with the accuser. Amen. We can either choose to pray for people or stand with the accuser. Mm. And I was like, well, Lord, you know that this really happened. I'm not making up. His, yeah, I hear you. You got a case, but that's not my question. He asked me about the case. He asked me, what you going to do? Amen. Are you going to stand with the accuser? Or are you going to stand with the innocent? That's what he asked me. And I'm still studying on that I'm still pondering that but that's a serious question it is he didn't ask me about the case now he he wants us to talk to him he listened at everything I had to say this went on uh, this went on for months this ain't this is not a, a one-day conversation I'm this has been like a six month I'm, I would say just about all, most of this year we have had this same conversation yes ma'am I'm just telling you the truth he has come to me with the same conversation and I'm like, I have to sit down and really listen because this is some, this is some stuff, you know. And he's asked me, okay, you know, we talk about it. He lets me get it out. It took a lot, you know, I had to go through that process. And then one day he just asked me, What are you gonna do? And I'm like, wow. So I would yeah. say to the I would say to these young people, um, keep pressing. When you're told no and when you're criticized, when when the enemy, you know, when things are coming against you, you're just gonna, you know. I just pray for this generation because um how I got through it was I had a I I had a knowing on the inside of me. I learned how at a very young age how to turn pain into power. I had God has given me a tenacity that, oh, okay, you're gonna tell me that, okay. I'm, I'm gonna let him show you that's kind of like my personality. Okay, I back up and let him show you who you know, you you really want to say that? Okay, I let I back up. I back up. And I said, Okay, I'll let and, and I, he's given me that. And that's a lot of how I have kept going. Because a lot of times I do not want to show up in this office. I don't want to show up in life. I don't want to do this stuff, this stuff. I didn't ask to do this stuff. I didn't pray to do this stuff. I didn't have, didn't have nothing to do with this stuff. I was minding my own business, and you know, I ain't asked for none of this. But apparently, I'm here. <laughs> well, um, thanks for being here because
1: I know speaking for you have definitely in a different a different place and a different perspective. And I just thank you for the opportunity. To um, be able to interview you, because even now you're you're heightening my skills, skills that I didn't even know I had. I never interviewed anyone, so there again you are breaking me out of my comfort zone. So you just continue to just continue to be who you are and continue to mold us and help help women everywhere. I have no doubt. And what we were talking about prior to the show, you know, you got this, right? You know, you got. This.
0: I ain't even. I ain't even messing with y'all. Y'all, you and God are gonna leave me alone. I'm telling y'all, please leave me alone. Time I mentioned it to you, your mind is gone. I'm like, no. Let me catch up. <laughs> and that's rare for me because I'm usually the, that's massive. So we'll have to talk about that to you I don't know. We we'll have to okay. really. We'll have to really come back and visit. Let me think about it. Let me get through the Christmas break because I need to take a break. But. um yeah, we'll come back to that. <laughs> All right. I hope that you have enjoyed our portion of Confident Women Rise Readers Tour and Conference. We have a beautiful uh, supporter here, Facebook user. She says she is an awesome woman of God. Well, to God be the glory. And then you says, choose this day whose side you are standing on. Praise God. And then the priest, you know when you are doing wrong. Yeah, we do. We. I knew. I, I just could speak for myself. I knew uh, God. Activated your faith at five years old, yeah. That's Miss Judy. Miss Judy was here, she would say, Yes, activate your faith. So, Miss Judy, we hear you. Hashtag activate your faith, Miss Judy. Miss Judy is a wonderful woman of God. I tell you, she was on my prayer call this morning. That woman don't play, she know how to go in the throne room. But we had a good time this morning. So, Miss Judy always tells us that. And then we have, um, let's see, we have I can't understand Miss Judith. Well, we see you put something here, but I'm not quite sure what that is. And then we had God bless morning believers. So we have a lot of people that are watching from all around the world. We appreciate all that you're doing. Uh, We thank you for supporting the conference. This has been our second day and Tasha is here to kick everything off. I think we, we kicked it off pretty good. Don't you think, Tasha? Yes, we we kicked it off real good and want to thank everyone for downloading confident women incubator podcast and sharing the podcast sharing the live being a part of readers uh, confident women Re, <clears throat> confident women readers rise readers tour and conference for today and we're gonna take a break and then we will be bringing back on to our um uh, Miss Veronica is going to be one of our speakers later on this afternoon so we thank god for that and we'll be taking a break and coming right back so thank you tanisha have a good one okay (laughs) all right (laughs) bye-bye Thank you for listening and joining us for Confident Woman Incubator podcast. I am your host, International Keynotepreneur Coach and Builder of Confident Woman Incubator, Doreen Letson-Reed. I look forward to seeing you soon at the one hour orientation since you just purchased your Confident Woman Incubator starter kit by clicking the link in the description. also. Be on the lookout for Confident Woman Incubator podcast show notes and the Kena Moment live show show notes in your email. Unlock what's inside you as a Confident Woman Incubator podcast listener. I look forward to connecting with you very soon. You can always reach out to me on all social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and we can actually have a personal conversation when you call 843-910-3927. I look forward to connecting with you. And until next time, thank you for listening to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Doreen some Breathe.